الحمد لله وكفاه وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا يكلف الله نفسا الا وسعها سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم so we're continuing with our series. This is our sixth session. And today's session, will, when we're covering the 10 habits of highly effective believers, this, today's session is on the topic of volunteering. Today's session is on the topic of volunteering, coincidentally, I guess. Um, so the definition of volunteering is when a person engages in an activity or a task that involves spending time unpaid and doing something that benefits others or the environment. That's the, you can say, the strict definition. Um, essentially what it entails is that we sacrifice time and energy for the sake of something other than ourselves. And the deen is very, uh, the deen emphasizes this, uh, this practice regularly. So why is it so important that people that are effective or highly effective, why is it important that they volunteer? And the main reason is because when a person sacrifices their time for the sake of other people or for the sake of uh, something other than themselves, it takes the attention off of themselves. You know, we tend to live our lives um, highly concerned with our own well-being and in general less concerned with the well-being of others. So we're often thinking about my house, my car, my children, my well-being, you know, my health, etc. Um, and less often are we thinking about how to improve or how others' lives are doing, right? And so when a person sacrifices their time, it removes the attention off of themselves and it places it on others, right? As human beings, we tend to be self-centered. Now, what's amazing is if we look at the lives of the prophets, all of the prophets, including the Prophet and the Sahaba, their lives were full of sacrifice, where their time was committed toward uh, the lives of other people and the betterment of other people. Right? It's almost you could say a prophet by definition is someone who volunteers. Right? I mean, this is unpaid time. There's no reimbursement that the Prophet was receiving for calling people toward the, for, for calling people toward Allah. There's no reimbursement that Prophet Ibrahim is receiving for building the Kaaba and having people, you know, come in and 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 uh, eventually come and worship there. This is all their own personal time that they've used and they've essentially sacrificed for our benefit. Obviously, Allah Taala rewards them accordingly, but just the notion that you know to do something without expecting or without receiving an immediate reward in this world is what volunteering is and this is the tradition of people of piety and people of taqwa that have come before us and this is what's allowed people to benefit uh, themselves in the akhirah abundantly and tremendously now there's a couple of hadith that kind of point toward this sort of principle uh, one hadith is in the book of Imam Tirmidhi the Prophet says that whoever relieves uh, um, uh, whoever relieves a Muslim from a burden from the burdens of the world, Allah Ta'ala will relieve him of a burden from the burdens on the Day of Judgment. Again, whoever relieves a Muslim of a burden from the burdens of the world, Allah Ta'ala will relieve him of a burden from the burdens on the Day of Judgment. Right? Qurbah min qurab is what the wording of the hadith is. 
Um, this, there's this general theme we'll see in these hadith and this discussion today that if we sacrifice our time and we take bur- a burden upon ourselves to care for and take care of the creation of Allah Ta'ala, then Allah Ta'ala will then take care of our own needs. Allah Ta'ala will take care of our own needs. You know, it's very interesting. There's a verse in the Quran that many of us are familiar with. لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها That Allah Ta'ala does not place more burden on a person than they can handle. So my teacher would say that every human being has the ability to take on a certain amount of burden on their shoulders, right? There's a limit to how much we can carry, and we know that because that's fact that comes from the Qur'an. Now the question is, um, what kind of burden is going to be placed on the shoulders? If a person decides to take on other people's responsibilities and, and sacrifices for the sake of others such that he t- places that burden or she places that burden onto their shoulders, well, then there's potentially no more space for the other challenges of this world to come into their lives. So, for instance, if I decide that I'm going to sacrifice my time and I'm going to take on the responsibility and the burden of caring for orphans, for instance, well, then there's only so much that space is already occupied now. Now I don't have the ability to then handle my own child's sickness. Let's say my child develops a leukemia. I don't have the ability to deal with flat tires on a weekly basis. I don't have the ability to, I don't have the space on my shoulders to be able to deal with some other major calamities because I've already filled my shoulders with things uh, that are burdens, right? So the choice then becomes either I feel burden on my shoulders so that I can, uh, either I choose burden and then I put it on my shoulders Right, because it's going to be full. That's not the variable. The shoulders have to be filled with with some sort of burden. So either I take that upon myself and fill it, and then I'll be protected from all of the other challenges that people tend to face in this world, or I leave myself empty. I just care about myself. I'm worried about my own well-being, my own health, my immediate family, and I'm not concerned with taking on any other responsibility on my shoulders. And then what happens? A ton of other issues come my way. Then I'm dealing with, you know, um, car problems, house problems, financial problems, health problems, etc., etc., etc. You know, dealing with problems related to my immediate family, etc. So the more we take on responsibility and we sacrifice for the sake of other people, the more Allah Ta'ala will take care of us. You know, there's another hadith of Prophet that kind of highlights this general theme which is the one we just mentioned, already mentions that if we take care of the burdens of other people, Allah Ta'ala will take care of our burdens on the Akhirah, right? I mean, that's a big deal. That's a big deal, right? The burdens that will come to us in the judgment. In another hadith, the Prophet Sallallahu says, Irhamu man fil ard, have mercy to those people that are on this wor- in this world. Because why? Irhamkum man fil sama, then Allah Ta'ala will subsequently or consequently have mercy and shower his mercy down upon you, right? I mean, that's showing... Again, this idea that you take care of the creation of Allah and Allah Ta'ala will take care of you. There's another hadith, right? Actually, this is the exact wording. Al-Khalqu Allah. That creation is the family of Allah. And the best of creation are those that take care of the family of Allah. Right? The best of creation are those that take care of the family of Allah. Now, when we're talking about sacrificing our time, i.e. volunteering, ultimately... Although outwardly other people are benefiting, the person who receives the most benefit is none other than ourselves, right? Because again, Allah Ta'ala takes care of us, there's benefit for us in the Akhirah, etc. So for instance, although for instance, if I'm volunteering at an orphanage or I'm volunteering at the masjid, it may seem like I am taking care of the needs of others, and I am. And outwardly, it may only seem like it's that. But the person who's going to benefit most from the sacrifice is going to be myself. 
both in this world and in the Akhirah. We already mentioned that Allah Ta'ala will remove our burdens in the Akhirah. We addressed that already. And even in this world, there's many benefits that come from sacrificing our time and volunteering. Um, and there's a lot of uh, research that's gone into people that choose to volunteer and people that don't choose to volunteer. Meaning, um, you know, some people spend a lot of time volunteering. Some are, don't volunteer at all. And they found a, a tremendous amount of health benefits. There's a number of studies done over the last few decades. People that volunteer tend to have better mental health. They are. They tend to have. They they tend to have better physical health. Meaning, um, you know, there's one study that shows that people that volunteer uh, have lower rates of high blood pressure and hypertension. Um, it uh, volunteering is associated with increased life satisfaction, increased self-esteem, decreased depressive symptoms, decreased psychological distress, and decreased mortality. People that volunteer actually tend to live longer. People that volunteer actually tend to live longer. Now. So one might say that this is just a self-selection bias. You know, people that are otherwise healthy are going to volunteer, and people that are not are not going to volunteer. But these, when they look at things longitudinally over the course of time, they find out that this is actually causative. Volunteering actually causes these health benefits as well, right? I mean, and again, it goes back to this idea that if I sacrifice for others, Allah Taala takes care of me, my mental health, my emotional health, my physical health. Uh, etc 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 right so there's a number of benefits that come both in this world and in the akhirah for those people that commit time for the sake of others right we're not talking about wealth because and that'll come in a subsequent session we're talking about time in particular because for some people it's easy to give up money right it's very easy they have a lot you give a little bit no big deal but for people to actually give from their valuable time toward others, that tends to be more challenging. So, there's a number of benefits that come from it. And we should do our best to sacrifice for the sake of other people because of these benefits. Now, what's interesting is one other study looked at, a number of other studies actually look at, well, does intention matter? Right? Does intention matter? What if I volunteer for other reasons? Maybe because my work is making me spend 20 hours a month, you know, community service. Maybe I've been assigned this responsibility by a judge because I committed some misdemeanor and this is now my probation or something. What is? Um, what if I'm doing this because you know I heard volunteering is good, so I'm just I'm going to volunteer because it makes me feel good. Right? It makes me feel good. And what's interesting is in the benefits that come, for instance, in mortality. Um, they found that mortality is only decreased, meaning you live longer if you volunteer, only in those people who volunteer for altruistic reasons. Now, altruism means uh, that you do something genuinely for the benefit of other people. Like, that's your true intention. It's not because I want to feel good. It's not because someone's making me do this. If I'm volunteering for truly altruistic reasons, meaning for the benefit of others, and it's not self-oriented, uh, it matters, meaning... The intention for which we volunteer actually has a direct effect on even our own, uh, the, on, on the benefit that we receive from it in this world. Now, obviously, when it comes to our relationship with Allah and anything that we do, the intention has to be pure or else there's no reward, right? There's zero benefit. But we see how this even translates into the benefit we may potentially receive from something in this world. So in, in groups of people, they studied that volunteered because uh, because they wanted to help others, right? Versus people that volunteered because of some self-centered reason, the ones who volunteered for the, a pure intention, for the sake of benefiting others, were the ones who actually received the benefit when it comes to uh, the mortality benefit. 
So there's a number of benefits that come from volunteering and people that are highly effective uh, should be, people that are interested in being highly effective uh, believers should be concerned with this principle, which is that they sacrifice their time for, for the sake of others. So we'll summarize here with two practice points. Now, the first practice point is uh, that we should do things with very pure intentions when we are sacrificing for others. Our intentions should be pure. Um, and, uh, you know, it goes without saying, um, but that may mean that, yeah, I mean, so depending on the circumstance and situation, if I decide to volunteer for an organization or for a masjid or for some project, etc., at times it may mean that I share that information with others, right? Because I want to encourage other people to do the same. At time it may, times it may mean that, you know what, certain projects that I'm involved in, I'm going to keep it to myself. It's not that everything I do that's helping other people needs to be known to the rest of the world because then perhaps my intention will be compromised. I mean, you'll have to be the judge for yourself and realize, you know, where the balance is. But it's very important that when we're, when we're, when we're choosing to volunteer and place our time in, uh, in a place where Allah Ta'ala will be pleased with us, that we do so with utmost sincerity, otherwise it goes to waste. The second practice point is to be very balanced and strategic in, in, in how we choose where we're going to spend our time. Right? So when we choose to volunteer, be balanced and strategic. You know, for, for one, don't overcommit. You know, sometimes we, uh, uh, anytime anyone asks us for something or anytime there's an opportunity, we say yes, 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 yes. But what ends up happening is that, you know, we make 10 yeses and 10 commitments and we end up, commi- we end up actually fulfilling the obligation 0% of the time. Right? It's better that we choose one opportunity, we commit 100% to that opportunity, and we do it really well. It's better for the organization or for the entities that we're trying to help, and it's better for ourselves as well. Otherwise, we're just scattering our attention and scattering our efforts in a million different directions. So one is to not overcommit, and number two is to make sure that we're balanced in that we're, we're, uh, we shouldn't neglect other duties that Allah Ta'ala has placed on our shoulders. So for instance, if we have an aging parent who's ill, that doesn't mean that we ignore them and we attend to the needs of, let's say, people in the community. I mean, that, the responsibility for parents comes well above any other responsibility that we have, right? You know, Sahaba were prevented from, from volunteering for jihad because they had, they had an elderly person, family member they had to take care of. Um, so if we have, you know, uh, responsibilities at home that really needed to be, need to be attended to, it's not that we ignore those and neglect those, you know, for the sake of you know, self-perceived uh, benefit of other people. Like we think that, you know, I have to go save the world, so I'm going to ignore the people that are within my own household. It's not the way it works. I mean, I have to take care of the people that Allah Ta'ala has placed underneath my responsibility, right? Whomever I'm a shepherd for, I have to attend to their needs before I try to save the world. And that's a big pitfall of people who spend a lot of time volunteering or, or, or in activism is that their attention is so focused on the external that the internal is completely neglected and the people that are within the home are completely neglected. And that's not acceptable in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's the, the summary is that people that are highly effective in this world, and if you read their lives, you will find that they spend a lot of time sacrificing. The Sahaba's lives were essentially sacrificed for the sake of other people. And the Prophet's universally did this, whether it be for the sake of, uh, in, in particular when it comes to da'wah, um, but even in, in every other form. So we too should be particular, to be regular, make it a habitual, habitual practice that we also volunteer and sacrifice our time for the sake of others. And inshallah, there'll be a tremendous amount of benefit that comes into our lives as a result.
So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the ability to be regular um, and habitual in our sacrifice for others. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to volunteer in areas that are needed most. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from the difficulties and the calamities of this world because we've taken on the responsibility of His creation on our shoulders. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.